Welcome back to episode six of Tay Time. Woo! Exciting stuff. Uh, just a quick happy Easter to everyone celebrating Easter, and I hope you all have a good time and eat lots of chalky eggs. No, not too much. No, <laughs> don't get sick. Listen, no. treat yourself, okay? Treat yourself. Treat yourself as you should. It's the one time as year. you should. And then one time Easter. a year, you gotta eat chocolate eggs. Yeah, but then, like, obviously, you get to eat chocolate for Christmas and all the other celebrations. On every single day, you know, because you can literally go to the store and buy chocolate. <laughs> it's not the same if it's not in an egg. Form. It's not the same. It's not in an egg. Make it an egg. Go do it then. Do it. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, today's episode will be interesting, I guess. I hope. For I hope I hope you like it. You know, like we're gonna talk about our past, our present, our experiences living and growing up in Ireland as foreigners who are now, I guess you can call pseudo Irish because we've been here for long enough. Like, and especially yeah. Nicoletta who can do a nice colchy carry accent. Yeah. I can't do that. Sure, you know yourself, like you know yourself. You know yourself, like I can't do it. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I love when you else. try though. It's so interesting. Like I love I'm I love really bad. trying it. <laughs> like can we like can we like mention like it's kind of crazy. I've been living in Ireland like nearly 17 years. I, I no, <gasps> I hold on. Like 16. Long. Wait, hold on, hold on. I I came to Ireland when I was like 6, 6 and a half cuz I'd had my 7th birthday here, right? Mm-hmm. And how old am I now? I'm 24, right? No, we're 23, okay? Come on. Oh, sorry. I'm 23. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. You know? So, yeah, no, I was right. 17 years I've been pretty much in Ireland. Cheers! Cheers! I've been here long. 14, because... Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, man. I've been here for so long. I've been here for that long, and I talk to Irish people, and they're like, are you from America? And I'm like, (laughs) stop. Stop right now. Say psych right now. You always get that though with the American accent. Like, oh, you sound American. There's no American accent here. And if you think so, you're wrong and you're rude and I don't like you. I'm joking. We love everyone equally. Come on. It's a good time. It's a good time. (laughs) So then, obviously, like you mentioned, you moved here 17 years ago, which is crazy. It's been so long. Uh, Tell us a little bit about, you know, what was your first impression of Ireland, I guess? Oh, man. I was like, so as I said, I was like six and a half years old when I came to Ireland. I was, I came from London. So like I flew from Nigeria to London first. Uh, and then I flew from London over here after a few months later on. Like, I think we spent a few months in London uh, because our cousins were there visiting them while we we're there. Uh, my dad was working there as well in England. And then we moved over here eventually with my mom. Uh, got a, We kind of stayed here because my youngest brother was born here. So, you know, we just like settled down. And I was like, I'm not going back to London. I just had a baby. I'm staying here. You know, <laughs> yeah. rightfully so. You know, she like after all the stress of giving birth with her child. So, right. yeah, no, I came to Ireland and it was like I was already dumbfounded when I came to London. Let's me like I'm from Nigeria, like. It's pretty much only black people there. I had not seen that much white people in my life. So when I came off the plane in England the first time, I was like, what? Mom, look at all these people. Wow. Holy shit. There's so many. You don't have this much. Culture shock. You know, like super culture shock. Completely different, you know? And then moving to Ireland, you know, I came here 
living down in Trudy, down in Cary, you know, especially since Cary was a lot quieter back then. So, you know, it was just, it was like so different. Like the, the, the way, like a lot more grass, obviously, because, you know, like Lagos is a big city. So we don't have as much grass as, as we have done here in Cary, you know, you're surrounded by farmland everywhere. So yeah. it was crazy. It was crazy, like shock for me. And then I went to primary school. Obviously, I started off in first, first class. So like, you know, getting getting used to all these new things around the area, you know, it was it, it took some time, you know. But how about yourself? It's okay like, how, to say how... it, though. It's OK to say <laughs> it. It, it took it took some time to get used to white people, didn't it? Like seeing white people. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like obviously, like, you know, I'm not used to it at all. Like, you know, like I was just used to seeing Nigerians everywhere, you know, so it, I, I, but it was really cool. I, I found this so cool, you know, like I was like a young kid, you know, I was like in awe, essentially, you know, because like realistically, I would only see white people on TV, you know. When I was <laughs> major, I would only see white people on TV. So it's like, man, I see all these people on TV. You know, like you're like, I only see these guys on TV and now they're everywhere. What the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, what was yeah, what so, was your first impression then, like of Ireland, other than that, like of the country? Uh, cold and rainy, man. I did not like I did not like anywhere. I didn't like England, I didn't like here. It was so cold. So mm-hmm. cold. Like I was like Nigeria's hot guys. Like I said before, Nigeria's like forty like degrees hot. Like it is hot, hot. I was used to that. It was way too cold here for me. I was getting sick left, right, and center all the time. It is way too cold here for me. I it took me so long to adapt. You know, even to this day, like I still like I'm like oh cold. You know. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, a like, what what do you guys, like, even though Nicoletta is like, oh, I'm a winter baby. Like, you know, I might have been born near winter, but, like, it's hot where I come from. So, no, there's no such thing as a winter Your baby winter for me. Your winter is a different <laughs> meaning than my winter. I guess we exactly. have different perceptions. So, yeah, no, absolutely different perceptions. So, no, I, I did not enjoy it whatsoever. It was way too cold. And it was so rainy. Like, you see, our, Nigeria does have its rainy season. And it rains heavy, but once it rains, then it's just sunny for the rest of the year. But like, I felt like when I was growing up in Ireland, like it never stopped raining. I could have sworn there are years that we had rain every single day. Like there wasn't Literal a single day we didn't have rain. The <laughs> rain, you know, like especially now that we're in the like southwest of Ireland, like we're getting bombarded by the sea. You know, like we're picking up those ocean winds. Oh, like we are getting all the rain down in Kerry. You know definitely one of the wettest parts of all Ireland so you know I found so that was very hard for me to adapt to you know but it was also very cool in the sense of like besides weather wise like for example a good example is I loved apples when I was in Nigeria right but and my mom would get me apples from like a specific place but apples are expensive in Nigeria whereas here apples are cheap as hell you know so I was having apples all the time when I came here I was just eating them over and over and over to the point that i got sick of it (laughs) it's all about the pink ladies guys all about the pink ladies like you gotta those are the best apples nah nah the red ones the red ones no i will fight you because pink ladies nah fight me (laughs) fight me red ones like honestly it's it's crazy because 
I was eating so much apples that essentially at a point my mom was like going, you know, to the store and then she's like, Oh, fruit, you want some apples? And I was like, No, mom, I'm sick of apples. There are la- there are apples everywhere here. We go to any store and there's an apple, so but I don't want any more apples. Yeah, when you too much of something, you know, it becomes like not as you know cool I, I think it's also because I just overate it as well, you know, because like I loved like, getting apples while I was back in Nigeria. So it was a whole different experience for me here having apples every single where like you'd have to go to specific markets for fresh fruit you know in nigeria in lagos like you know because it's a big city so it's not like every store randomly has apples so then when i moved to ireland i wasn't it wasn't as much of a shock as it was for you obviously i was used to seeing white people everywhere and i was used to like the climate i guess but my very first impression was just how it's raining all the time like you were saying like it felt like years at a time where there was no breaks of rain, which is why, like, you know, these days, like, you get sun in the random, like, random time of the month. And it's like, oh, my God, we're not used to this type of weather. And, you know, when I moved here, it was just like rain every single day. Like, it was it was crazy. You, like, I just didn't, you know, expect that. Even though my aunt did tell me that that's what I should expect, I still didn't. Um, and then I moved here because I moved here during summer, so that was so wild. And I guess one of the main like differences was I came from a very small village, you know, in Romania. So then I moved here, and it was like it was still countryside, but it was more like developed, you know, if that makes sense. So yeah, I was like, wow, Ireland is different. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'd say, like, especially for you, like, you're in Europe already, you know, so, like, within Europe, like, you already have some expectations of how things should be, so, like, for you, the big difference is, like, the weather change and all these other things, but then how about, like, the whole cultural change as well for you, like, how did you find that, you know, being in Ireland and, like, versus being in, like, Romania? Yeah, so... Okay, um, obviously a big thing was that I didn't speak the language. So I didn't speak English at all. Like I had very vague knowledge. I was nine years old when I moved here. And, you know, what we learned in school was so like limited. It was like these Christmas songs or whatever, just small little things. Um, And so obviously I was just put straight into school. I was put into fourth class and I had to study both English and Irish at the same time. And that was so tough, honestly. That's one of my biggest flexes because I ended up learning both. And now I don't know anything about Irish, but back then I did. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, like, obviously everything was, I felt very, like, alone because I couldn't really make friends with people in school. And a lot of them had their own little, you know, cliques, of course, from previous years. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so hard. I remember... I was crying a lot. I won't lie. Like, you know, there were so many, like, evenings that I'd be crying because I'm like, I don't understand my homework. And it was even tougher because my parents wouldn't have spoken English like that either, you know? So exactly, I'd be like, help. And they'd be like, no, you help us because we have no idea. And I'm like, no. You're like, they're like, we need your help to read this form so we can fill it out. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, guys, I don't know, man. I don't know these things. Um, 
so yeah no it was just like it was just different and it took a while to get used to but then I I feel like I picked up the language quite quickly because I was put into these extra classes to learn English in school and they helped a lot because you know they they were teaching me the basics that the other students would have already covered so yeah, exactly. it it really helped a lot and by the time I was in 5th 6th class um there was a new girl that came to school as well and she was actually from Nigeria as well so my best friend was she was from Nigeria um my very first friend too okay <laughs> and we got along well i guess because you know everyone else had their own little groups of friends and we clicked really well because we were just new and i picked up on the language a little bit so we were able to get along and it was nice that was you know it was nice once i was able to understand what people were saying a bit more and you know uh have have a friend like do you know do things with them or whatever that was that was really nice and i'd say you know that was the biggest kind of difference just not being able to understand what people are saying and you know things like that but i i say that i accustomed to it much quicker because i was i was still young so i was able to learn much faster yeah, than my parents yeah yeah I exactly think my parents had a, they had a harder time but yeah it's definitely a lot harder to learn it when you're older and trying to do that like and it shows how different the experience is for kids like for me luckily like in lagos you know like despite the fact that i speak Yoruba and stuff i had to speak english as well because english is like because there's just so mm-hmm. many languages in nigeria that english is a media language so my english i already had a bit of english before i came to ireland obviously not like like super like the way it is in ireland but like you know like i had the english anyway so like learning english here wasn't too bad and then it's just picking up the accent as well and like oh when we talk God. about picking up the slang and the accent in carry like not only are you trying to figure out what all these words that don't exist in the english dictionary as uh, are <laughs> but you're also trying to decipher them as they're speaking at the same time and you're like oh my god like especially like one of the ones we use so much now, like so common in grain is like your man, your one, your, you know, all those things. You're just like, do you don't even that. understand, <laughs> you know, you don't understand, like you don't pick it up. Yeah. It's like, you're like, what's going on? You're like, what are you talking about? Like, what's the context here? And you're just trying to figure out, but eventually you just pick it up and you're just using it left, right and center. You know, you're just using consistently. Really? And you're like, what's going on? Literally, like, you know, <laughs> no, you know, like, that's like exactly like you're saying you know I had to learn the language but then like I had to learn all these things that people were saying that weren't like correct English I guess and you know I think that's where my accent is not it's not as Irish as like it could get I think my accent is like this because I learned English how to speak it correctly you know like how we were taught in school I, I didn't pick up the accent because I wasn't speaking to anyone with an accent at home. I wasn't even speaking English at home, let alone an accent. And like you were saying, <laughs> down in Kerry, out of all places, like this is the hardest accent to get your, to wrap your head around. Like, what are people saying? There's still times when I don't quite understand. And that says a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the proper Kerry, Kerry lads, you know, Kerry farmers just, you know, just out there freaking speaking their own language essentially at that stage like so no it's it's good crack down here in ireland to be honest mm-hmm. like learning all those things and all the things like you know like you come here and people like my cousin recently came here and it's asking him people asking him what's the crack and he's like what what you mean the what? Uh, like what, what what's the 
what do you mean what's the crack like <laughs> you know and you're just like oh it's just like how's things going and stuff like that so it's interesting trying to like get your head around all these words that people just use casually and you're like they're used to it because like everyone in their house is using it and you're like no one says this around where i am from like no one yeah, says this in my family like, being, used to, like <laughs> ask, being like hi how are you but nobody actually cares how you are or at once an answer you just say it yeah and you say it back and you move on that, that's a big one like irish people asking you how you are but you don't need to reply actually with what how you are it's like it's like a oh i hope everything's good you know take care yeah, type exactly. of thing <laughs> Exactly. yeah no all these what things would you are say, like a, what would you say was one of the major comparisons between nigeria and here like you know that you noticed well definitely size like nigeria is massive like like mm-hmm. specifically like like if we're talking about places like you know Trilisa is a is essentially like a town you know <laughs> like it uh, meant to be the city of Kerry essentially but you know it's a town it's, it's it's just a big town and like Lagos is a city like it's a metropolitan city in every sense of the word you know it's massive mm-hmm. so it was very different getting used to that you know like the whole size change for the longest time I was like man this place is so small you know because like yeah like it's so small in comparison like like Lagos is way bigger you know so it's like so much more people so much things going on and even though I was young obviously like you know you can feel the difference when you come over you know it's not like I was out here going clubbing or anything you know it's just the situation of how things are like there's just so much less people there's so much less going on like in in lagos you have markets everywhere you have people on the streets talking whatever you have people like you'd be driving cars and people would be like hawking selling things you know be like hey do you want some gala you want some water whatever you know yeah. selling to you directly directly there it's crazy whole different experience whereas ireland's a lot more calm quiet collected it's quaint like i always say it's quaint like Chile's very chill very calm everyone's there you know you have your neighbors you talk to them say hello whatsoever and like you know the kids are there but like it's so it's so like more calm and bare in comparison mm-hmm. to lagos so sure. now like big question for you which one do you prefer well like i i like i always say i love ireland like you know i grew up here essentially like i i definitely prefer like i prefer ireland because i've just been here longer essentially i haven't been in lagos enough but like i love lagos i love how busy it is i even i like i was trying to go again if it wasn't for corona uh like i love like like i said it's so busy like i love how hustling and bustling it is i love that mm-hmm. but as i've grown up i realized i couldn't do hustle and bustle all my life mm-hmm. i really don't want to i don't like how busy cities are like you know long term i want to be near a city so i can go and enjoy the hustling and bustling but i don't want to live in a city so definitely ireland's a lot more suited towards that you know that whole relaxing taking like chilling having all that stuff you know whereas and also lagos is nigeria's too hot man honestly like i love the sun but there's some extent that nigeria's too hot there's no middle ground there you know so i i really can't i really can't no definitely couldn't do that to myself how about you a big comparison um like i said you know obviously like we had seasons back home, back in Romania. I say back home, but like Ireland is home. Why I need to? It's just I don't know why I say that. But um, I I missed 
winters because okay winters in Romania were very very cold of course we had so much snow and we'd have to walk to school in snow and <laughs> I enjoyed like I enjoyed winter and I really missed it when I moved here especially because I like I always say to you I'm a winter baby but genuinely I love winter I like the snow I like the cold I like the extra layers and I missed it when I moved here because we never we never really got that. I think we had like snow like maybe twice like proper snow here and those are the best fondest memories I have um another like I said comparison was when I moved here truly was you know a lot more developed like we had proper roads here and stuff whereas I grew up in a little village in Romania and we you know it was very countryside-ish we grew actually all our a lot of our vegetables and fruit and we had a lot of trees and you know we had chickens that we were growing and um our neighbors had milk and sometimes we would trade you know our chicken eggs for their cow's milk and mm. you know nice swapping. yeah you would think that like oh my god this girl grew up in the you know freaking 1700s but like honestly i'm glad i got to experience that because i'm so much more grateful for what i have now and you know everything obviously when we were there you know we weren't as well off and the opportunities weren't the same and there's a lot of pros to you know being in Ireland and I honestly for me Ireland is home like I said I don't see myself ever living back there um so yeah like a huge a huge comparison would be just that like you know truly was so much more developed and I I like that it is it's still small though like you mentioned like it's a very small town and I never really liked small towns so I still want to move up to Dublin you know <laughs> yeah. Dublin you know the big capital <laughs> the Ireland there fam yeah, yeah. No, no no I definitely understand that completely like it's 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 a real big thing um like I really like Dublin I feel like Dublin is really great um uh, has a lot of things going for it, but I also love Kerry. I just love, I love the mountains, the greenery, everything. There's as well, so but, much yeah. to do here. Like, there's so much to see. Like, I feel like even though we had these couple of nice days, and you know, we might have like left the five kilometer limit. Um, there's a lot to see. There's like a lot to see, and a lot of you know beautiful scenery here, especially when the weather is good. Like, oh my god. Yeah, exactly. But like, so what would you say, like, or some difficulties for you when you moved to Ireland, though, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. some initial difficulties besides the like language barrier. So yeah, um, like- so like you said, you know, of course, language that. Um, But I think so when we moved here, um, you know, my parents had a really hard time, too. And Romania actually just entered the EU in 2007 when we moved here. But um they didn't really have like work permits i guess and you know they were very fortunate that they were offered some positions and like you know they they worked hard and they were like really like loyal people and everything but i don't know i guess there was a little bit of a you know i don't know i don't know how to word it well but it was just like you know people being like oh foreigners kind of like stealing yeah. our jobs here and working for less and stuff and it's just like yeah, we well, never intended to do that you know we wanted to my parents wanted to better the life my future and give me better opportunities and they were you know it wasn't like in a like negative light that they would ever do that exactly. so i think that was that was a big difficulty just as a a family unit as a whole trying to you know get like proper a proper foundation 
And because, of course, they could just put me in school. That's fine. But it was them that had to, you know, work hard to allow for that to happen. And how how about yourself? I'd say you had a lot more struggles than I did moving here. Yeah, no, it was like, uh, like, as you said yourself, it was a lot of difficulties in the sense of like the family unit. Like one of my parents came here. They both went to went to the top university in Nigeria. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, they both graduated like first class honors, top of their class, so on and, and all those things. So they were working hard and they had really good jobs back home as well in Lagos, you know. But because they wanted to have their kids have a chance to like grow up in Europe and see the other side, you know, because as, mm-hmm. as great as Lagos is, there there's a lot of corruption, so on and so forth. Like you know, like you're striving, but other people are suffering and my parents aren't really down with that and stuff like that so they wanted to come to a place with a lot more equal footing for everyone and so on and all that so when we came to ireland it was a bit tough because they don't accept like nigerian qualifications here you know they don't see it as authentic or whatever because mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have you you've had bad eggs who have like faked their qualifications and you know you can't be given that out because you don't trust it it's not like one of those verified sources because it's not within europe or america you know it's outside africa like in africa like obviously we have our own way of editing but here they don't really have any uh yeah. official vetting it so like my parents had to like do schooling again essentially to get the law essentially my my dad was working like a part-time as like a security guy somewhere where my mom was doing some other things as well so uh, my mom had to restart college fully back down the it uh like the whole course mm-hmm. again you know before she could even start looking for work and my dad luckily because of like like my dad like is crazy smart so like he, he was lucky that he caught he got to like do a test essentially and they showed like like he was well above what the course was even going to teach him so they let him just go straight into like the final year of that course you know mm-hmm. so they're like man this guy definitely knows what he's doing so and it did help him long term because they end up becoming like good friends with one of the guys he's like the head of it uh now it's mtu actually um yeah. so it, it was a lot of struggling for sure all the coming here not people not really accepting you fully you know like there was especially for us like you know like we're a black family so there's a lot of discrimination racism like even for myself in school there like that had a lot of kids who beefed me you know they called me n-word all these other things you know and mm-hmm. i guess it's like it comes from a place of ignorance and like uh it's like initially like it's not really their fault because you know you have a, a during the Celtic time, you had a massive influx of foreigners, but we, we were even he- here before then, you know, but you see, like it, Ireland was pretty indi- like homogenous society before then, you know, it was pretty much only Irish people, but then you have a bunch of foreigners from everywhere around the world coming over, coming through, and not just Ireland, it was Europe at the time, you know, Europe was getting really big at that time, yeah. and Ireland just had to, well, was one of the places that people also thought about, you know, and Ar- and it's funny enough, like Ireland like from a from Nigerian perspective, Ireland like people don't even don't even know where Ireland is. You know, like even to this day, people don't even know where Ireland is in Nigeria. They're like, oh, like England, Germany, France. You know, these are the places. The that bigger, people, boys, yeah, you know, yeah. But my dad didn't want us to go there. He wanted, he said he wanted to go to Ireland, a quieter place. You know, so that's why we came mm-hmm. here and stuff. So you know, it was a lot harder. Like a lot of kids, you know, being racist stuff like that. They like you know they, like I was like the only I I, I could have sworn up until like I think it was college not even college 
I just realized like the entire time, like in my year, I was like the only black person in my primary school. Uh, there was Dude, only one of the like, black person. <laughs> I was telling you, you know, in primary school, like my best friend, she's yeah. from Nigeria. And yeah. you could literally count on your fingers, the entire black community of our age at that time. Like, exactly. You know, you, you no. just, everyone just knew who they are, which is crazy because like it's, it's small, but it's not like that small. That, exactly. A good population. Yeah. In my primary school, there's only two of us that were black. And then in secondary school, it was my neighbor, Wole uh, he he was also but he was like two years ahead of me so uh i was the only one in my year that was black he was the only one from his year that was black essentially until a few of the guys came on down the line but like throughout my entire life in ireland like i've been the only black person like in my year at the time ever you know like it's changing now like when my brother younger brothers they had other black people then you know like like because all of their younger siblings like that would be my age like started going to school at the same time so like it's crazy like it there was especially from different gr- different groups of people lots of different things but it, it is what it is you know like it's just part of life and those are the things you kind of have to adapt to in a new place you know you have to try to like prove your worth essentially you know like it's a lot harder you like my dad always said like you know any like when we came to ireland anything like an irish person has to do to like get whatever you have to work like four times harder because like you have to prove yourself essentially you know you have to you're the foreigner you're the person in their country so on and and all that and you're trying to really show that hey i'm here i've been here for long enough like you know i'm not here to like do any harm or any or anything like that it's it's, did your did your experiences ever make you feel i don't know like reluctant to you know make friends with you know other people like irish people whatever you know uh wherever they're from or what would you say yeah somewhat to be honest like if you look at my friend group now like most of my like it's now i have i do have a lot of irish friends since i moved to dublin but like for the longest time i had pretty much only foreign friends you know like it, like because i felt like they were a lot more understanding of the situation simply for the fact that they were probably also in the same similar situation where their family moved to Ireland, you know, immigrated into Ireland and were here and faced some of the discrimination they could have somewhat of an understanding as well. Because, like, all my friends were pretty much foreigners and we all, like, had our own clique, you know. We, like, we obviously associated with, like, the other Irish lads and talked to them, but we were never as close to them, you know. Yeah. Would you say you were in the same boat as well? Yeah, I mean, actually, of course, considering my best friend was from Nigeria. Um, yeah, no, and I noticed that even in, you know, primary school, secondary school, you know, there were some girls that are from Kosovo, and they all kind of stuck to themselves, and they kind of, you know, took us into their own little clique as well and I found that I got along I always clicked with you know foreigners that came here and from various different countries it didn't matter where they were from like you know one of my other best friends is from South Africa and you know we were just kind of like very close like you said you understand each other's like struggles somewhat because in a way like you know you're kind of like not really not accepted because I want to say accepted because people are interested to get to know you but they kind of like don't really want to be like best friends with you to get me so it's like yeah exactly. yeah, yeah we're friends in school haha but it's, that's it really and you know we did have a friend who she was Irish but she wouldn't have been friends with the other people so it's like maybe she she would have been the outsider you know to them and yeah. I don't know I just found that it just clicked so much easier and I, I like I want to say that you know in college I made so many friends and everything but I really didn't 
I really didn't. I still somehow managed to end up in the clique of foreigners. And in my master's program, you know, my best friend, she's from India. The other one's from Italy. And I'm like, yeah. So somehow we all ended up together. And I find that a lot of foreigners who come here, they're a lot more open to getting to know people and wanting to make connections and wanting to be friends with people. And, you know, I'm there. I'm like, hey, I'm open. I am free to, I'm, I'm friend. I be friends with me, <laughs> you yeah. know? Um, and for some reason, I found that I wasn't able to develop as like, close connections with people that are usually from, you know, from here because they kind of stick to their own little cliques and don't really want to expand yeah they've been friends with like a lot of their mates that they've been friends with ever since they're all young and stuff you know so like they're within their own friend circle and obviously we came here much later so we weren't really in any of those circles initially yeah so like like, i noticed with say my cousin who came here when she was much younger and other kids that i know here that were from romania that grew up here they had a different experience because they're they made friends with them from a much younger age and they have really good friends to this day and i feel like you know we came here at an age where it was kind of like tough to exactly like as you said like even my younger brothers like they're some of their best mates are all irish lads like my youngest brother all his friends are all irish every single one of them you know like he's born here as far as he sees it he's irish he's irish and proud you know like he's he like he's super irish he doesn't see any other way all his friends are irish and like my younger brother he's a little bit in the middle like he has a lot of irish friends but he also has a few foreign friends but you know they're all irish and it's together so i think that time difference definitely does make a big difference like impactfully on the life like they didn't like a lot of this discrimination and stuff i felt I, they wouldn't have felt it as much you know yeah because by that time they were already growing up it would have settled down because these kids grew up together they have no reason to discriminate against each other exactly. you know? like they grew up together as far as they say you're irish as well you know but for us we came in you know where the new people that came in you know and all, all that stuff so it's it's a lot different scenario for and sure. i don't think we were cool enough because hear me out in secondary school this girl came over she was an exchange student from spain and everybody wanted to be her friend i was like wow <laughs> is Romania not cool enough for y'all <laughs> <Is that> it? <laughs> it's not cool enough i'm an uncle for you you know we have dracula you know <laughs> <laughs> like i swear i can be cool if you wanted to get to know me so she just has spanish too. spice that's all she has <laughs> yeah look like it is what it is i guess but um you know what are let's talk about some of i guess some of the positive experiences in ireland what are some things that you like the most about here yeah like definitely growing uh, now that i'm older like irish people are very friendly like you know people always say that irish people are friendly they're very they're very willing and they're very like supporting each other like the whole like if you think about how well like how serious mental health issues are in ireland you know like in the sense like everyone is like Oh, from a young age, we've always been taught about mental health issues and speaking up. Ireland is very good for all those things and caring mm-hmm. for people like that, you know, caring for your elderly, elderly, your disabled, all those things. It's a very community driven thing. Everyone works together in that sense, you know, as in like we care about mental health. We care about all these things and uh, we want everyone to be good and happy. And I think it's very cool that i like they're like that because you there are some places that you know you go to and everyone's there for themselves like literally where i come from like lagos is a you know 
shark eat shark uh, world. Like, like everyone is everyone in Lagos is hustling, bustling. We're all continuously hustling and bustling, trying to get to the top. Uh, everyone's like, as long as I get to the top, that's what matters. I'll step on whoever it needs to be to get yeah. to the top. Nothing else matters to me. And it is so, that's such a stark contrast from Ireland where everyone works together and cares about each other. You know, like mm -hmm. people aren't looked down on just because they have disability or they have mental illness or they're here to support you, which is completely different from where I'm from. I, no, I completely agree. I honestly, Ireland has been, like I said, it, like the people who, you know, my mom is manager. My mom has been working with us in the same company, company since she, we moved here. They, you know, he offered her an opportunity, even though maybe she didn't have the papers required or whatever, um, you know, and he trusted her. And she, along the years, she was able to grow in the company. And, you know, now she's like a manager in the place. And, like in Romania, you would have people questioning you and, you know, thinking twice about offering you any opportunities or, you know, uh, a lot of background checks, I guess. And here, like people are just so like friendly and so community driven and they're so open to helping you, even though they don't even know you. Like you could be a serial killer, but it's fine. Sure, it's grand. You know yourself. Like, they're just <laughs> like you. It's perfect. You know, fun. he's just having, he's running through a rough patch, you know, just let the kid on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like you said, uh, you know, they're very open to understanding people, especially mental health and, you know, other like issues and things like that. It's talked about. People talk about it. People are not afraid to speak their mind here and they're heard. Like, you know, their government listens to them, you know, like if yeah. people can just go protest and it's a lot more freedom. And I feel like in Romania, you couldn't really do that and it's a lot more like you said corrupt like you said uh whereas i don't think romania would be as corrupt as maybe nigeria but like it still is you know and i feel like the people aren't as heard as they are here exactly. and i like i like that i love the community spirit here and let me like i can't even get like not mention this but like the views here are just amazing especially when the weather is good like a hundred percent the views here are amazing there's so many beaches so many lakes so many different places to go to like the ring of carries just around us essentially like exactly. where we live and i honestly this is this is my home personally like i i don't see myself raising my kids anywhere but here and i wouldn't want that and i think throughout the years like you mentioned ireland really like uh, moved and modernized and westernized a bit more and it's so much more inclusive and there's so much diversity now and it's a lot it's a lot different than it was when we grew up and in a really positive way and I think Ireland did this in such a short amount of time that like other countries are still so far behind exactly freaking look at america this this fight despite how diverse it is they have so many racial issues already mm -hmm. you know but obviously it's also due to the size of it as well those things come into play but it's just crazy you know like and major props to ireland honestly like fair play like they've done a lot for a lot of people and i like even just the thing like ireland cares about its people for example if you don't have a job you can get the dole you know you can get all these things mm -hmm. all these support mechanisms there because they don't want anyone to be homeless anyone to be struggling they don't want people to be in bad situations you know like yeah, in ireland exactly. like in america if you if you don't have whatever you're screwed you're done for it you know whereas here <laughs> like you <laughs> it's like that joke you know it's like if you like fall off your bike and break your leg and someone's calling the ambulance like no 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 yeah exactly <laughs> no like you know we have it good here we care about our people we it's it's all it's really good in that 
sense we we really care about everyone and we want everyone to be well uh you know done there we want everyone to be succeeding we want everyone to be happy like you know you have to have a roof over your head you know food to eat you know stuff Exactly. on that like like And that that genuinely, like, that really aligns with my personal views of how a society should be myself. So, it, like, it, it, it really helps me. And I know that people are complaining about, like, tax and stuff like that. But I'm like, I would rather pay to know that everyone is okay. And nobody's, like, on the streets homeless or whatever. And, like, I really, I really like that about, about Ireland. Yeah, no, major props started. It's done a lot. It's done a lot for a lot of people, to be honest, you know? Like, every, like every country has its downturn, downside and upside, you know? And I feel like Ireland is a pretty good middle ground. Like, you know, some people, like, like to be like, oh, it's not that much fun. It's so boring here, so on and so forth, and all these things. And it's like, yeah, you can say that because, you know, okay, we don't have as big cities. We don't have this. We don't have that. But, you know, what we do, we do well. And Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's a great middle ground for a lot of people, you know, like you there's a lot of things you can get out of it. Like despite the weather, it like if Ireland's weather was great and you had bigger cities, everyone would be coming over here, you know. But that's not what it's aiming
really agree um, with that one. So then like to touch on a final note before we listen to uh, the voice notes and, you know, finish up. What is something that you recommend for people who visit Ireland to do when he- being here? Uh, definitely try to see all the like countryside sites, you know, like that's something that I still haven't done and want to do, but coronavirus, you know, like, like, you know, like Cliffs of Moher, you know, Ring of Carry, all these things. Cause like, if you can catch it with good weather, especially in the summer, like absolutely stunning views absolutely mm-hmm. stunning views so if you can try get a lot of those done like yeah it's always appealing to be like oh, i want to go to dublin you know and <laughs> travel all especially americans like coming to dublin and drinking and having a pints and you know going to irish pubs but definitely go to the countryside and enjoy the countryside views it's absolutely stunning that would I be think my you stole you stole my <laughs> point because I was gonna say you can't come to Ireland and not go to Kerry. I think I'm so biased, maybe because I'm from here, but Kerry is so beautiful. So for anyone that visits and decides to visit Ireland, you have to go to the kingdom itself. You know, you know. <laughs> um, like there's so many beautiful things to see here. Like there's so many beaches that we have here, and if you're not fond of the beach, go to the mountain. Like there's just like a, a bit of everything. There's so many like like nature things to do and fun activities and there's dingle you know and you can go to the aquarium and there's just so many beautiful places and i think you also have to experience the pubs here because the pubs are lit properly like our idea of the club growing up was going into a pub so that says a lot (laughs) (laughs) it does it does it does Okay, so then that's it for our today's tea time. I really hope you guys enjoyed it. And, you know, we'll be here next week. See you. Peace. Bye.